Hey guys, it's day number two of what we are calling the February Surprise. Yes, because surprise, it is February, but surprise, good things still happen, and we are dropping five new episodes on you this week. Uh, yesterday was Wyclef Jean. We had Wyclef Jean on the podcast. Today we have DJ Jubilee, who is the best thing to come out of Florida since Bath Salts and DJ Khaled. Okay, so before we get into this episode with DJ Jubilee, I wanted to say a little something. Now, whether you've been rocking with us for nearly a decade, or if you're new to us via this very here podcast, we appreciate you. Now, we're just two kids who grew up loving hip-hop music and hip-hop culture, and honestly, 10 years in, we are so grateful that we have carved our own lane within this world. Whether it was sketch videos that we did week to week, whether it was absurdist interviews that we did for MTV, whether it was podcasts or music videos, you guys have been there to support, to spread the word, and to push us forward. Yes, and in just a few weeks, we, the two of us, are, surprise, going to be living out a dream of ours. We are, we are headlining SOBs here in New York City. It's called Your Girls Tour. It's not a world tour. It is your girls tour. And everybody has touched that stage. From Kanye to Drake, John Legend to 2 Chains, and having attended over a million concerts over there at SOBs over the last 10 years, we know what kind of opportunity this is, and we've been working so hard over the last two months getting ready for what is going to be an unforgettable night. Now, we don't want to just show up on February 23rd. Like we've done our whole career, let's aim for the sky and let's sell SOBs out. And this is where you can help. New York City. Brooklyn, the Bronx, Westchester, New Jersey, Connecticut, South Harlem, the Whole Foods, Westside Market. (laughs) Listen, if you love It's The Real, if you appreciate what we bring to the game, if our podcast is the soundtrack to your commute, if we can bring laughs to an otherwise shitty day, then show us some love for this concert and buy your tickets today to your girls' tour on February 23rd. Tickets are literally the price of a movie, and please know that this night will be a movie. Go to itstherial.com and let's make some history today. Yes. Jeff, today on the podcast, we have our friend Jubilee. Yes. We talked about, what, Disney World? We sure did. We talked about... um, you know, Rick Ross, we talked about DJ Khaled, we, we talked about Trina. Yeah, everything uh, Florida. We talked about, yeah, like uh, dark tints on your windows. It's a great Floridian episode. We talked about New York stuff too. We talked about Mix Pack and saying fuck Wiz Khalifa to Wiz Khalifa. We covered a lot of ground. Covered a lot of ground. It's a really good episode. Fun episode. When do you want to get into it? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Red Eye Flight, a.k.a. Bringing New York Back. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. 3 Hana, a.k.a. Bad SAT Score. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Julie, a.k.a. Jess. <laughs> yeah, this is a waste of time. This is the real. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, what's happening? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Is it still all right to say Happy New Year? Are we passed that? So. How yeah. long can we go? I- you know what? I've still seen Christmas trees and like Merry oh, yeah. Christmas like paintings. So there's a Christmas tree in my building lobby. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't. It's not going anywhere. Do you have a doorman? No. So who sets that up? Um, we have a super named Jose that lives in the basement. Yeah. that I love. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's my favorite man in New York City. <laughs> does he? Does he? Like you? Like us? Have off hours, right? We are, yeah. We do not have the nine to five job. Does that mean that your super hangs out with you like at odd hours? Um. 
Kind of, yeah. <laughs> like I do my laundry at like two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like he's usually I, I usually like go down there and like smell weed and I'm like <laughs> okay and like we'll hang out there like while I'm doing my laundry. Like it's like next to his apartment. Does he <laughs> offer to like fold clothes or? He's done. My sister used to live in that place, mm-hmm. and he's actually done her laundry for her. Like something was broken once, and she wanted to go out, and he did her laundry for her, and then left it in her apartment. That's, Are they dating? I, know. <laughs> I don't know what my sister did in that building but every single Apparently person she did Jose. bodega everybody's like where's Lindsay?" and i'm like i've talked to three people in three years like i don't understand what did you do what were you doing while you were living here that's like that's like when you go to high school and like your you know older sister has done a great job with all the teachers and they're just like oh well you're the same right no yeah i'm like i'm not friendly and i'm never here and i'm sorry what did you do for the holidays um, I stayed home. Home here. Yeah, okay. home here with Jose. <laughs> with Jose, yeah. Jose was probably with his family. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even know if he lives there anymore. Actually, I haven't seen. But I'm never home. Oh. Um, <laughs> and um, I haven't. I actually haven't seen him in a while. And um, maybe you don't have a super. No, I, I do. That maybe, but I think that's why the tree isn't gone. <laughs> he's maybe like been out of town. I don't know. Um, I have been, I went home for, I stayed home for Christmas cause I'm Jewish and I don't yeah, care. Yeah. <laughs> and Thanksgiving was enough. Um, Thanksgiving you went down to your real home. I yeah. Am. And it was like all of my family. And that's too much. So, so much. Is it that they don't understand you don't understand what your career is? Don't understand. Or do they super understand what you do? Um, they don't stop talking about what I do. Yeah. And also, there's, you know, the election just happened. Oh, my God. The usual, like, well, so you know, family. At our Thanksgiving, it wasn't, like, we were all obviously on the same team politically. politically yeah. So instead, Jeff's end of the table got a lot of what? They were asking me, or they weren't asking me, they were telling me everything that's going on in Kanye's life. Like, they, like they diagnosed <laughs> oh, yeah, they were him. Telling you. Yeah. They were like, oh, well, obviously he's going through a lot and he's divorcing Kim. I mean, she's leaving him. And I'm like, yeah, well, two months later. No. <laughs> I think there was a Kanye discussion at my Thanksgiving, too, now that I think about it. Did were we at the same Thanksgiving? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I'm sure it was the same Thanksgiving. Let's be real. Think about that. But what, <laughs> and what do they think they know about your profession? Um, I don't know. I think that like Instagram and like Facebook, I mean, you know, old people are obsessed with Facebook. Yeah. It's like they're literally you're at the Thanksgiving table and they're like, did you see that one post? <laughs> and you're just like, no, I didn't because our, you're muted. <laughs> our Aunt Jane will jump in and just be like, she won't say that she saw something on Facebook, but she'll be like, uh, congratulations on your new video. And I'm just like, we didn't send her the new video. Oh, yeah. yeah. She saw that on Facebook, but doesn't want to say that she was on Facebook seeing that, you know? Right. Or she's like, who is this person? And it's just like, uh, how do you know this person, right? Ugh. My mom will like Google it and then be like, act like she knew it already. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, mom, you just Googled that. Don't even. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> does, does your mom say fuck Wiz Khalifa? Uh, no, she doesn't say fuck Wiz Khalifa, but she definitely like posts everything and it's like Jubilee mix pack. <laughs> I'm like, it's super cute. My mom's my biggest fan. Does your mom have any like, um, 
like merch that maybe you got like oh yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> whether you pass off and you passed off yeah. yeah well my dad will like wear anything like my dad wears like no fear shirts from the 90s whoa your dad yeah. is so dope I know. <laughs> he doesn't even know though. <laughs> like you seriously like you know what he also wears like old like looney tune shirts that oh my. were like me and my sisters like I, my extra large like when i was like eight you that's know? dan by the way hi dan <laughs> um no you your dad would like fit in right now yeah yeah i know he doesn't he's so he doesn't know it i don't want to tell him that because then he won't shut up about it. he'd be like but i'm hip um he hates facebook he calls it ass face and every time my mom has a question he'll be like well why don't you look on the magic box and ask ass face like he just like hates it all so he's actually like really and your mom's just like you're wearing a shirt that says you know second place is first loser <laughs> yeah yeah totally but he dies with who, wait, what is it? He who dies with the most toys still dies or whatever. There's like, a, I can't remember. But yeah, and then uh, my mom is like, my dad hates it. And then my mom is like, do you know Alex from when you were two that you met for five minutes in this nursery? And I'm like, no. And she's like, well, he just started working at a bookstore. And I'm like, cool. That takes up space in your brain. Like... Ugh, I can't. Yo, shouts them. to Alex, a big listener of It's the Real Zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations yeah. on the new job. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you are originally from Miami? I was born in Miami. My parents lived there when I was a baby. And they lived, I believe they lived in like college housing there with like where you could have like a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we moved near Fort Lauderdale. Gotcha. Shortly after. How far away is that? 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah, an hour. Now they live an hour away. So when I go home, it's like <laughs> I'll go out and then have to like drive an hour. An hour back. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I mean, but or you could stay at like Rick Ross's house. That's true. I could. Yeah. I met Rick Ross this year. What? Mm-hmm. Big year for you. Yeah, he came to introduce himself to the DJ and almost made me have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking at my phone and I like felt somebody hovering over me and I was like, oh, some dickhead's going to make a request. <laughs> And I like look up and he's like, hi, I'm Rick Ross. And I'm like, uh, I know. And he was with Sam Sneak. Yeah. And they were both just like staring at me, like smiling. And I was like, well, what the fuck is going on? Did they have a request? No, he was like, I just wanted to introduce myself. And I was like, uh, I'm from Miami. That's like all I could say. And then like him and Sam Sneak were like, really? Where in Miami are you from? And we like chatted for a minute, but I was play- DJing. And then Sam Snapchatted me and was like, add your Snapchat name in here. And I was like, these are the nicest. Like, I, we meet everybody. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? That's- like, my nail girl, Naomi, <laughs> was next to me who does Madonna's nails. Whoa. You name it, she does their nails. Like, yeah. Literally everybody. And she was like, what is happening? <laughs> and then. Did oh, she add her Snap name? <laughs> no, she did it. She was just like, wow. what the fuck? <laughs> and, um, and then. They walked away and like Sam Snapchatted me and then I got all these like tweets like I saw you on Sam Sneak Snapchat and then I of course like played a bunch of like deep Rick Ross cuts. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would Which never do. Um, I actually played um, I played Told Y'all mm-hmm. and I played um, the Promiscuous Girl remix oh, that yes. he's on love that. that I love. Love that. Mm-hmm. 
And I also play DJ Laz Red Alert because if you're from Miami, like that's like a hit. Wait, you- can I just talk about my favorite uh, Rick Ross deep cut, which is uh, Night Gary's and Fifty? Yeah, yeah. it's so 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 good. It's an awesome song. Um, you should have played that. Yeah, big regret. Next on- time yeah, Rick Ross comes up to me while I'm DJing, I'll play it. <laughs> See this thing in my head, oh yeah, and in my day, I had that all white. They call me Ben Yahweh. She walked from medicine, the cup of medicine. Still whip it real hard as a veteran. I'm the possession man, like a concession stand. Fried chickens and onions, I got that pepper man. Yo, work don't fall right, I dried it all night. But now I'm alright, laid back, low tie, all white. My single, the five single, like pit bull. I hustle bilingual. Mommy Benaki, Dame, come choke on my toma. I got a hustler diploma. Yeah, we could smoke in my hummer. Fluffy Crip, and it's pretty sticky. Got a grinding on a nigga like I'm pretty Ricky. Those are pretty titties under your pretty Vicky. She like lick it, lick it, lick it, lick it. I'm in my all wide. But you not only uh, met Rick Ross, you also met Trina. I did. And we were there for that. Yeah, you guys came out. You had a show in Brooklyn. I did. I had a show called Magic City, which is named after One Miami, and also this compilation series that I have. That's dance music that's based around Miami. From like my favorite, either up and coming or already established producers, I try to mix it up. Right. And um, we threw a massive summer party and we had Trina play well you DJ'd um so super Sam DJ'd uh a bunch of people came through yeah and and Trina showed up it was my dream party and you guys it, like take us to that moment what was it like I was because you knew she was coming drunk by the time <laughs> she showed up I'm not gonna lie which was good because then I actually talked to her like I think that if I had it had a couple drinks in me because it was actually like a really stressful party to throw. Like there was a lot of it looked amazing, but there was a lot of behind the scenes like bullshit going on. Mm-hmm. And um, she was super cool. Like at one part point, I wrapped her nan verse to her, oh. <laughs> <laughs> which I can't believe. She was laughing at me though, um, and she was also laughing because I because growing up in Miami and. And listening to the radio, I always like automatically seen, sing the clean versions. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because like everything was like on repeat on the radio all the time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you didn't even have to listen to it on CD. Right. So she was laughing at that. And I was like, ah, I grew up there. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was rad. She did a short performance. Her DJ, I forget his name, but he's part of Ghost Town DJs. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Yep. And Boys Noise played. And. Um, at Banger Dudes played. It was good. Yeah. Earl DJ Earl played at five in the morning. It was a it was a great time. A lot of palm trees. Yeah. A lot yeah. of smoke. A lot of like lasers. It was a it was it a was cool great. venue. Yeah, it was a cool venue. It's not there anymore. <laughs> really? I guess they moved it to somewhere bigger because they needed a bigger right, yeah, spot. Yeah. <laughs> which is insane. 
Um, and I think it was like only a summer thing. I don't know. I mean, it was like this open air, just like it looked like a castle. It did. It was open air, but I don't know how late you stayed. But then after midnight, it moved inside. No, we were not there. Yeah, for that. and then yeah. it was this massive indoor, like spot, where it was completely full and so hot, like <laughs> so. Everybody was like dripping sweat, but it was that kind of vibe. So yeah, it's yeah. cool. What's the difference between like Miami heat, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like the actual like you know temperatures and the humidity and all that, and like New York. Well, New York is just dirty <laughs> and like buildings, and like a bus drives by and you get a handful of dirt in your face right and, yeah you know it's you're just, wearing tims right now like you can't <laughs> shit on new york <laughs> no no no. i'm just saying like people are always like you're from miami you must be used to this and i'm like no there's trees and plants in miami and there's water like pretty close to you and there's a breeze and yeah it is hot and there's like there's days you get in your car and you like can't even put your hand on the steering wheel because the sun's like been like beating on it. Yeah. And it, my, I remember I have this like memory of my mom wearing like stilettos when I was little because <laughs> she was that mom. Yeah. And her heels literally sinking into the driveway. Oh. Like from the heat. Right. So yeah, it's hot, but like you can jump in a pool <laughs> or like, and it also rains and then it's like really humid. Did you, did your parents like start up the car and turn the air conditioning on like a couple minutes before you would get out there? No, it wasn't really like that. It was, it was more like, blasted immediately and then, like <laughs> you usually like had like a thing on your steering wheel for so you could oh not yeah, yeah. A, a cover over your yeah did yeah. you ever have like one of those um like windshield like uh covers i did not but that <laughs> that was definitely a thing i had tinted windows oh because that's what you do everybody made fun of me when i moved to new york and drove my car <laughs> and i was like no like you're gonna die if you don't do this and there's actually like a levels of tint you can get and right. that are legal and you have to like like if cops really want to be dicks, which is usually yeah, <laughs> they can like measure it like yeah. some sort of tint thing and then like fuck with you. Yeah. And I, I usually would get like the very last legal <laughs> like darkness. I mean, we get. went to school with like all Italians during like the Fast and Furious years. Yeah, so so you like, know. Yeah, yeah, very, very, uh, you know, similar. That was um, a big thing is like souping up your car. And I lived in my Miami, Fort Lauderdale and Orlando, and it was big in all those places. Did you ever so. race? No, I never raced, but the reason I got into Miami bass and stuff like that is because a lot of these car shows also showcase the sound systems in their cars, and a lot of Miami bass was for testing out bass tapes and and systems. So when I was young, I had like this little boyfriend named Tommy. Hi, Tommy. (laughs) And uh, he had an older brother. Are you ass face friends with? Yeah, we are. I am. (laughs) He sends me that, that photo of me that I look like a total chonga. (laughs) <laughs> that um wound up on BuzzFeed. <laughs> Top reasons you were chungalist. <laughs> that was through him. He found it. <laughs> yeah. What a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I wound up on BuzzFeed twice in one week. Once for being in the chungalist. If you don't know what a chunga is, look it up. The other one, because I tweeted at Cher and called her a goat. And she got mad because she didn't know what it meant. And she snapped back at me. <laughs> What'd she say? Are you talking to me? And then a million share friends were like, fuck you. And I was like, no, it's not. You're like the greatest. Right. Stop it. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was why I listened to Miami Bass because like he had an older brother that would always pick him up in this like lowered Cadillac, with, like neon Whoa. and bass. And, Very yeah. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Super Miami. I actually like 
found a spring break tape from like I have to I'll I'll show it to you. Please. Yeah. I it for some really weird reason when I was working in Vice, it got sent there accidentally, quote. It was like some like girls gone wild spring break thing, but it was from Florida <laughs> and it was like performances by Trina, Trick Daddy, and Car Show. And I was like, This is the best DVD. Who ordered this? Yeah. Nobody would admit to ordering <laughs> it, so I took it. <laughs> uh, you guys need it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like every music like That's unreal. It's like money mark, like yeah. everybody. And I'm just like, what what on earth is the spring break DVD? Whoever you are who sent that, yeah, reveal thank yourself. You. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I would be like, that's mine. <laughs> so you grew up in Miami. What was that? What was that like? Um, it was weird. Like, it's a weird place. It's it's very Latin, but it's also very Jewish and Latin Jewish. And then there's like parts of it that are very like conservative Christian because it's Florida. So like, it's weird because. I went to like a really diverse school where I didn't really, I mean, yeah, like things were separated sometimes, but I didn't really feel like, that, like, like, yeah, like it, everybody was friends. Like mm-hmm. it was cool because everyone there was just like so different mm-hmm. and you're used to people not speaking English. It's just like the way it is, mm-hmm. you know, and there was like ESL classes and like that was normal. And I, I never really like it's like so funny because all this stuff that goes on now, by the way people treat each other, I'm just like, yeah, every once in a while, like something would happen. But like everyone was pretty chill. What what uh, language did you take in middle school? I took Spanish. OK, it did nothing. Did nothing. For some reason, the school system teaches you an like um not whatever it's called that's not conversational English? spanish no. <laughs> they might as well just teach you english like it's not it's not correct conversational spanish and it's like spain spanish right. it's like who in florida needs that right. like teach us like puerto rican dialect or like cuban or because we would like then take a trip to costa rica like and it did nothing for us. We could order beans and rice. Cool. You know? Like, I honestly, like, I took nine years of Spanish in my life. Whoa. And I just went to Mexico, and mm-hmm. I, like, was talking like a two-year-old. <laughs> did anyone call you out on it? No, yeah. not really. You, just, I mean, you knew. They yeah. just start speaking English to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll, like, immediately they'll be like, okay, like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, please stop. I mean, I tried, but, like, eventually I just gave up. But yeah, they they just don't like they don't teach it right. They need like people used to complain about that one teacher that wouldn't speak English. Mm-hmm. They needed to do that. Right. You know? Because I also got straight A's in Spanish and I still can't speak it. You are great at whatever version of Spanish they taught you. It was just like some weird like formula that was easy to figure out like on paper, but we didn't like speak it or like it was just like, oh, what are the verbs for this? And you're like, okay, I remember. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, that's the definition of white privilege, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, just being like, you know, good enough. Yeah, totally. I'm so mad. Like, I grew up down there. I should, I mean, I should have taken it upon myself, but I was too busy going to raves and listening to car sound systems. Well, right. Know? Where was the first like show you went to? <sighs> uh, hmm. That's a really good question. Um, probably some park somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. And everything was like in parking lots and parks. And then like, as far as like music shows, like my parents, I, I have cool parents. They used to take me to concerts. 
when I was little. And like? I, well, they took me to Michael Jackson. Whoa. And they took me to Madonna. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, a, like barely even born, but I like kind of remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, My dad loves Jethro Tull. Okay. <laughs> so I've seen Jethro Tull like 400 times. <laughs> um, I felt like I owe it to him. Like, yeah, I ha- yeah. like, okay, you sat through all these punk shows. You know, I was really little and wanted to go to these things. And I was like, oh, your dad has to go. Well, and so it's you and your sister? And a brother. But and- my brother's really young. Okay. He is 14 years old. And your sister's older? She's younger. She's younger. You're well, we're the like oldest. the same age. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And my sister like still listens to Green Day and oh. like old Green Day or new Green Day. Both. And your dad dresses like he listens to Green Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wears my sister's old Green Day shirts. <laughs> so when it came to like musical taste, where were you getting yours from? I think I was getting it definitely for like my parents always had a record collection of like rock mm-hmm. and and what like they had like random records that I would just pick up and listen to, not to be like that bio. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when she was five, yeah. she used to listen to her dad's record collection. <laughs> um, but my mother was an aerobics teacher. Really? So my mom like basically, and I used to like go with her to work because I was too young to go to school. Right. So my mom, it was like all like Madonna. Yeah. Like Gloria Estefan was huge. Of course. Freestyle. Yep. Lots yeah. of freestyle. What was the, so, uh, remember, remember uh, Reebok had that thing. Was it like step or something like that? Or yes. step? Yeah. 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 We had, had a step in the house. Yeah. <laughs> step class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was like, I think that I, I didn't notice it until later, but I think that all of that stuff, like all of that, like drum machine produced like freestyle and craftwork influenced kind of stuff like really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And I I think and also like Poison Clam, Two Live Crew, all this stuff was very, very regularly on the radio. Right. And if you listen to the radio, you knew it like anybody knows it and, right. and it's like they play it at weddings now yeah uh, which it's is, very romantic music it <laughs> is very very romantic give me that donkey butt yeah. So romantic. yeah so like growing up up here we knew like you know if you wanted to go to the beach you went to like jones beach right on mm-hmm. long island or if you went to like an amusement park it was going to be probably like six flags or or something else around here uh right playland or right playland yeah but if you grew up in miami and you're how far from orlando Three hours. Three hours drive. How often growing up would you go out to Disney World? Well, my parents took me here and there, mm-hmm. but I went to college in Orlando. You did? So everybody got a season pass. Whoa. And anytime anybody that came into town, we all did acid and went. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best ride and what is the worst ride to go on? Oh, my God. While on okay. acid. Okay. <laughs> so and I think they still do this, but... <laughs> For grad night, when you graduated high school, and I know and people that are listening have done this, they had this genius idea that you would go to Disney World when it closes. So they opened it at midnight. This is, like, fucked. And so they, they bus all these kids to Disney World on this one special night where they, like, take over. And you go at midnight until 6 in the morning. Oh, my God. And it's all students that are graduating. Oh, my God. Okay. So, 
By the way, I would hate to work there that night. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. Are those people in Either character? Either hate it or love it, though. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Oh, it was like, well, it was a little less like campy Disney World because like basically you go to Disney and then there's all these other Disney parks. Mm-hmm. And like every year it's like a different other ones. Some years it was Epcot. Mm-hmm. Ours was like, there's like a club part of Disney World called Pleasure Island. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's like where we also <laughs> went. So we would like go to Disney for three hours and then like switch over to it or something. So you go at midnight. <laughs> of course, what does everybody do? Like in Stand Florida. In line. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gets totally fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean... I was already, like, kind of a raver and kind of a mess. So, right. like, it was no big deal to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, kids were getting busted for the dumbest shit. Like, it was, like, I can't, I honestly, like, whoever's idea that was and whoever let that go for so long, like. But I'm not on acid right now, but my mind is blown. Yeah. that's. <laughs> so, there's this. Because, like, you could ride the monorail wherever you want, theoretically, that's right? That's the thing. And it's, like, it's the whole. I just remember, like, I grew up down there so I knew a lot of kids from other schools and I remember like running into like an old friend and her being like do you have a fucking cigarette (laughs) but like they also searched everybody and they like threatened you with dogs but like I mean (laughs) how hard is it to take some of that stuff in? like people like tape it to their leg or like whatever so there's this ride called Alien Encounter oh is that what the one where they breathe on your neck (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's fucked up that's fucked up when you're sober yeah exactly and luckily I had already been on it when I was sober so I know I don't die at the Uh, end uh. and um so freaky so we all went on that and I just remember like my friend Carla who was already like losing her mind was next to me and um like I just remember like having to tell myself a hundred times like you've been on this ride before no aliens gonna eat you you're gonna walk out okay it's gonna be fine but it's like this crazy ride where like basically you're like I, I would like to explain it please you've, yeah. and you've been I, on it I've been so on it yeah you're strapped to a seat and like I th- actually think they took this ride out which oh is that right is very upsetting to me <laughs> and they like they like put you in this situation where they catch this alien and then the alien escapes oh. and like the glass breaks and all the lights turn off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the, this like you, all senses. Oh uh, yeah. Cause you, you are strapped in, you're strapped in and then like you'll feel breathing on the back of your neck and then or like, like spray your leg with something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so yeah. like, <laughs> it's, it's actually like wrong. Wait, more or less romantic than two live crew at your wedding. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I think it's equal. And it's just packed with all these 18-year-olds? Well, that was like a one-time thing. But we we were really into Islands of Adventure what is instead that? of Disney World. That's Universal's oh, park. Okay. And they gotcha. have like a Marvel. Mm-hmm. Now they have um, now they have Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, they had um, – what was the other – oh, they had the Popeye and the cartoons. <laughs> I can't – the Simpsons, I think they have. Like we, we really like that. Yeah do drugs and go to <laughs> <laughs> like by the anyone that was from florida by the time they were like 18 they were totally sick of disney world yeah well, like where else did you look for school be- beyond orlando were you like i'm gonna go out of state i'm gonna stay in state i'm gonna it was like really a thing to do in state mm-hmm. and cheap mm-hmm. and I, and they did like i already had i was like saving money to do in state anyways so um it really wasn't even like save your money get darker tint yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, also, it was, like, you graduate and you go to college. Right. You know? And it was, like, this thing that, like, everybody drilled in your head when really it was, like, the biggest waste of my time <laughs> ever. Like, no one would even, 
tell me what classes to take. I went to UCF. It was like way too big for its own good. They didn't even know what to do with all the students. Mm-hmm. Like, so I left. And then the last year I went back down to South Florida and finished up there at FAU, mm-hmm. which was way more chill, way smaller. I got really into film and radio mm-hmm. and then I was done and all my <laughs> money had run out. So I just moved here. Like I moved to New York, like, before I even, I didn't even walk the stage. I was like, get me out of here. Wow. So I just came here. Yeah. What'd your parents think? Well, they're from here. So okay. they're all about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I mean, no one wants to stay in Florida. If you can get out, you get out. Um, or they, you die. Or you die. You literally die. Yeah. Like everyone's dead. Well, how did your, <laughs> how, how'd your parents get down there then? Like what were they doing in Florida? Well, Florida's a place where Jewish people from New York move. When they're older. Yeah. So my mom's mother moved there. Gotcha. And then, like, one at a time. Yeah. Kind of comes down. And then, like, they all befriend each other because they're, like, like it's a certain... You could tell who's from New York the second you talk to somebody in Florida. Yeah. Like, when I was waiting tables and, like, couples would be like, oh, you're not from here. We like you. Here's a tip. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it's just such a difference. And really, South Florida is, like, the joke that it's the sixth borough. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's why a lot of people from, from my hometown live here again. Mm-hmm. Because it's like a thing. Like, then their kids move back. Where here. were you waiting tables? Uh, I worked at Bennigan's at one point. <laughs> Wait, they uh, have, like, all the flair? No, 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 no. Oh. It's just a green polo. <laughs> I had, like, a work dream about Bennigan's the other night. Whoa. Were you on acid? Yeah, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you, was it a good experience? Actually, it was super chill. Was I good. liked everybody I worked with. Um, Your hours were all right? Waiting tables is so easy. Like, really? Like, if you need to make, like, qu- I mean, if you're someone like me who has a hundred things, like, going on in your brain, <laughs> like, I can do, like, 400 things at one time. I just can't do one thing at a time. But it, are any of those things, like, carrying <laughs> lots yeah, of plates? Yeah, like, I, like, I, if I'm really busy, I, like, kill it in DJing, in working and whatever like if i'm busy like i will like i'm like on autopilot like i will like so so, you don't do well with vacations i fucking hate vacation (laughs) i'm like i'm sorry but i mean i like the beach i like swimming i hate sitting at the beach and doing nothing Mm right like i i do like airplanes because i can turn my brain off and i don't have a choice (laughs) so it's kind of like this thing where like i have to sit down and like (laughs) be quiet um but i'm not really like a relaxing vacation kind of person well where'd you go for spring break because i mean miami and and south florida is like destination for everybody else right but you're not yeah. going to like daytona beach and being like let's get fucked up at daytona beach <laughs> no our life was spring break we didn't really do that yeah i don't think that like so every once in a while there'd be like some like package trip to cancun that a lot of kids would do or whatever but i couldn't have ca- i i actually when i was in high school like was going to raves and like could not have cared less about anything anyone in my school was doing. When was the first time you got on the back of a motorcycle? Uh, my dad had one for a minute. Oh. So when <laughs> when I was young. Yeah. He had one because the client gave it to him. I couldn't pay him. So he gave him his motorcycle. Was it gunplay? <laughs> gunplay is crazy, yeah. man. <laughs> Correct. He did that remake of Nan with Tip Drill on it, though, and it was sick. Yeah, I love Gunplay. Gunplay was here, mm-hmm. and uh, he was the Oh, best. I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a really wonderful human being. Yeah. Yeah. 
Also, we've had two people in our apartment who have had swastika tattoos, and he was one of them. Was. Oh, my. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he have some crazy Twitter name, like Adolf Schittler or something yeah. like yeah. that? Yeah, Schittler. Yeah. Schittler, that's what it was. <laughs> that's why I was like, what on earth is this dude doing? Um, where were you at the time when everyone was moving to Florida? Like, oh, I was that, there. That Joe. Yeah. And, and they were around. Yeah. 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 Nori. Well, that studio's there. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Cooling Cool Dre. Dre. Yeah. yeah. So, like, in the cash money yeah yeah Time. oh yeah they were all down there oh actually yeah after katrina everyone like moved out of yeah, yeah. and like t-pain was down there well t-pain's from tallahassee but right. he was still down there Khaled, obviously. Lil Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. that was yeah. when he went down there yeah. so i mean they were all around for yeah. sure like and and they still really are to be honest like i still every once in a while like we'll go to live <laughs> and like it's like guess who was there it's like they're always there do you go on an off night though do you go on yeah. like yeah <laughs> yeah i usually go on an off night um, wednesday afternoon wednesday yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i like it i like now that i'm older and have ha- had friends that are mm-hmm. working in miami forever I, I have a great time when i go down there <laughs> everyone i know like it's established somewhere and it's yeah. like come get this bottle here <laughs> now we're gonna get a cabana here and it's like so you damn. jump on that motorcycle and you head on yeah, yeah like it's super chill and um it's kind of like relaxing to me going um, to live on a wednesday <laughs> when's the last time you saw smiles in south star <laughs> <laughs> never um, you went to school in orlando yeah i know you know what i was actually i was i hated it there so much um, is that because you didn't see Smiles in South Star? That probably. Your- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, what is there to do in Orlando? Drugs. <laughs> like, I did have a really good internship at the radio station there. That um, It was called 95.3 Party, but I think it's called something else now. I was really trying to pop off on radio. What was the slogan on it for uh, 93? Oh, Magic Mike had a show. Oh, that's really? That's like why I did it. <laughs> Yeah, and I met him recently, and I was like, I used to intern for you. And he was like, what? <laughs> you know who else used to DJ there or have a show, too, when I was there? Was that dude Vic the Latino? Don't know. KTU dude from oh, New York. really? Him. And, um, and then I had another internship at 105.3, which was like the 105.1. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, Orlando. So I was like, I was really trying to do other things besides party at a point, mm-hmm. and like... You know, you have that vision like, well, if I get this internship, that they'll, then they'll offer me a job. Right. And then they offer you a job and it's like minimum wage. And you're like, fuck this. Like, radio does not. Like. But what was um, the worst thing you had to do as an intern? Oh, I did like all of the dirty work. Like, like well, we used to shake do... people down for. Yeah. <laughs> Payola. Are so weird um, with like free stuff. Like, well, OK. So we used to do these remotes, which were like. You know, where you see, like, this radio station setting up in front of this Walmart. Come right. on, yeah. you know? Oh. So we would do those. And think about it. It was in central Florida. So, like, we would do these remotes. And I would basically, like, set up tents and, like, carry speakers. And, oh. like, I was, like, doing that stuff. And sitting outside underneath, like, a pop-up tent? Exactly. Outside while, like, of Circuit and then, City? Like, yeah, no, literally, <laughs> like, or, like, some terrible park. Or, and then, like, people would, like, come like some crazy Florida lady to get like a free t-shirt and then like put on a different outfit and like come to try to get another one. And you just be like, Oh my God, why do you want this t-shirt so bad? Like, and people are really obsessed with radio personalities. So I would like watch these radio personalities. And this is like pre Facebook liking or right, whatever. You right, know? Ass would, face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ass face. This is 
we, we I would just watch these people's of like obsessed fans like bring them weird gifts like uh. like a bag full of just stuff from their home. Like, <laughs> it was like so weird, but I did that for a while, and they did offer me a job, but it just like wasn't livable. What did you want to do? Do you want to be like an on-air personality? Yeah, I wanted to have a show. I got really inspired during um, the nine eleven time because of the coverage. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to a lot of talk radio and I was driving a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I I was also like loved music and was buying records. So I kind of like wanted to figure some shit out and yeah. like do my own thing. So I just started interning and was hoping to be like an assistant on one of the shows or whatever. But um, that kind of went away for a while. And then I moved here and then like I'm just starting to do radio now. Right. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. It's like. I didn't. The internship paid off. <laughs> yeah, like a long time afterwards. Yeah. Are people so. bringing you bags of stuff from their homes? No, but I, I, I they, I've gotten some weird. <laughs> Here, stick around. We're gonna, we're gonna round up something, some rustle up some stuff from That's our right. uh, rooms. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're gonna leave here with I've a bag of stuff. Some really yeah, weird things. I've gotten some really awesome things. That's too, right. Though. So yeah. people out there who have sent stuff to you can guess whether they've sent sent you something weird or really yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I actually last night tweeted about Planned Parenthood as mm-hmm. we all have been and some crazy person answered and was like calling me all sorts of names and I got a DM this morning when I woke up from like Cher. someone oh. no, from Cher <laughs> um, that was like I saw that asshole tweeting at you so I donated in your name at Planned Parenthood awesome. and I was like this is what you guys should be doing yeah so like for however much like crap there is online yeah. there also is the hopefully equal amount of good yeah I mean I'm just glad people like listen to my stuff and they like it and it like takes them somewhere yeah so I'm thankful for that you know because if people are I love music so if I listen to music it's gonna like put me in a certain place and so if i could do that for somebody else it's sick so you move up to new york and do you have any idea where you're gonna go what you're gonna do who you are do you know anyone up here uh i did not really know anybody up here i knew a few people but there were really people like i couldn't had you visited like new york often enough to understand the subways and which way (sighs) was north i just remember being like you know the the subway is easy to us now but the first time you look at it you're like (laughs) what the hell is going on like what do you mean express train um i i my family is from rockaway Mm -hmm. so like yeah i'd been to queens and we would go to manhattan and like but I really like had no idea what was going on and I didn't know a lot of people and a lot of people that I did know like had no interest in doing what I liked. So I would just like be like, oh, this DJ is playing that I love and like literally go by myself and just hmm. kind of like look around like, hi, someone be my friend, <laughs> like anyone. And then like I joined a bunch of nerdy music message boards and like kind of met people through there um, and like went to the local records, like certain record stores here and it took a really long time to make friends here. Yeah. Like that I would want to like go out with. And it took me like two or three years. I did start doing makeup accidentally (laughs) um, for my job because I was getting, I was looking for jobs in radio and, and media and it paid nothing. And I like wanted to be able to live here and like experience New York. So I was my last job when I moved here before when I lived in Florida before moving here was at Sephora. Yeah. And I wound up like getting like a makeup counter job because of that here, which make doing makeup in a department store pays really well. (laughs) So 
I don't know if it does anymore, but right. like it, it, it definitely like is a good start. And so I was doing that, but like, and I actually got really far doing it. Yeah. And started getting really good jobs, but I hated the people. Wait, the people that you were applying the makeup to? Fashion people. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, and the people. I mean, you're applying makeup to people that think they're ugly, like, all day. So they're, like, miserable. (laughs) They're like, I want to look like J-Lo. And you're like, I have news for you. (laughs) You know? Like, you, like... (laughs) They're like, help me. Help this. These are all my imperfections that I hate. And you're just like, you're fine. Like... You look great. Like, I can't make that disappear. Right. But then I got, like, a lot of... Um, then, like, no, really, like, contours. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Like, I've actually, like, known about contour for so long because of that. And that it's funny that it's such a thing now. Yeah. Um, but I then I wound up doing, like, some crazy, like, fashion jobs. And just the people that I would have to work with, like... I don't mind networking in music. People are crazy, but, like... At least music people, like, have some depth to them. <laughs> like, fashion people can be so weird. Like, I don't know. I just can't. I, I have fashion friends now that I love. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was like, <laughs> there was less social media, so everybody was just a liar. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I mean, like, it, it's, yeah. it's lying, but, like, a more direct lie. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. such lies. And you're yeah. like, that's so not true. You did not do that. Right. Like, they... <sighs> I couldn't. I couldn't do it, so I moved on. I feel like everybody now on social media just lies, and it's like, um, you know, like saying, like coming up with names for things that that don't are not jobs. Um, like so creative like, director. The creative director. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But but to go through two or three years before getting like real friends that you would like seemingly call during an emergency or like be able to count on whenever. That's a long time yeah. to stay up here and a lot of commitment to be like, I'm just going to find my way. Yeah. I mean, you don't. New York is so funny because you're so stubborn here. You're like, I'm not going home. I'm not right. going to fail. You know? Well, you know what? I think there's less of us who have that attitude. Yeah. A lot I of think, people come and go. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm still here. I tried to move to Florida again in 2011. I Did they say no? Pretty much. <laughs> Actually, New York said no. Uh-huh. I kept getting asked to come back here and I was like, okay, you know what? Like if New York likes me and it's like giving me love, I better come back because mm. that does not happen to 90% of the people that move here. Right. Like every, I am lucky. Everything. I mean, I'm, I worked really hard. I don't want to use the word lucky. Right, I hate correct. saying that. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But like everything that I'm doing right now is like things that people are trying to do and, and it's really hard to do. And I came back because yeah. of that. But at the time, I didn't I had no idea any of this was going to happen and it wasn't even like my goal. It just mm-hmm. happened organically because of what I was interested in, but I did make one really good friend working at the department store that is still my best friend now. Her That's name awesome. is Lydia. Shout out to Lydia. Does Lydia still do makeup? She was in the accessories department oh. next to me. So the two are you. And so well, which, which is the better job? <laughs> um I think that it depends. I feel like she made a lot more money than me. <laughs> well, it was at, it was at Henry Bendel oh, before wow. yeah. the Limited took over and made it kind of trash. So. <laughs> it was like a really cool store. Every celebrity came in. People spent money. Did J Lo come in to get her face beat? <laughs> Everybody came in to get their face beat. Like I have literally share you name. It was before share the greatest of all time. <laughs> the yeah. great the goat. Um, I've I've seen Paris Hilton come in there and drop like stacks of cash like it was nothing wow. on like everything, like 
Uh, lots of old, cool celebrities like Joan Collins and like, <laughs> like I've pretty much seen like every. But it was co- a final kind of a cool experience to see what everyone actually really looks like too. <laughs> like you're like, oh yeah, Photoshop, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or like, oh, you look like a child, right? Like. It's- it's the equivalent of going to Disney World at night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just pull the totally. curtain back. Yeah. You know? you All are the characters not Mickey were there. Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um. So how do you transition from there into like the mindset of wanting to be a DJ? You get fired. Oh. <laughs> you, get you get fired. fired? Um, I had a job that was like a coordinator job for through makeup. I got like a real account executive job where I worked for a fragrance company and I distributed, I was in charge of the whole East coast. Whoa. And yeah, I I was a boss, but because I look really tiny and I'm a girl, like no one took me seriously. Like I used to like go to meetings and be like, yeah, I parked back there and they would be like, Oh, so you could drive. Oh. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm your boss. (laughs) Like, by the way. Yeah. Um, so I was working for there and the company was growing really, really fast. And they, I, I did what, what happens to women when I spoke up and said like, you know, I need some extra help. And it was like, well, you, you can't handle this then bye. Mm. And I was like, and they fired me and I was like, well, I'm going to collect unemployment and, (laughs) you know, start building a business because fuck this. Like I'm not like, I just worked really hard and I basically like asked for help. And it's funny. I know that they um, they they had to hire three people to take my place, which is, you know, usually the case. Yeah, yeah. right. And um, like through there, I started just like I just had this roommate that was like, you're going to go on tour. And I was like, you're crazy. <laughs> and I had a couple mixes out and um, I had started a record label, like an electronic le- record label, like when when stuff was more downloadable and free. Well, so you're you're making these mixes in your apartment? Yeah, like with, I was already kind of doing that. With what kind of equipment? Um, I was recording them live and then like I started using Ableton to make mixes, which mm-hmm. is how I started making beats mm-hmm. with it. Like I learned to use the program. So, yeah, I just started like So that means you would work during the day and mm-hmm. then go home and just like lose yourself in yeah. making these mixes yeah wait and, and you could drive <laughs> and i could drive <laughs> so um, crazy yeah my whole album's based on driving because i because i lived far from miami and still went out there every night growing up mm-hmm. and then because i had this job i was like constantly driving around and listening yeah. to music yeah so that was that's actually like a huge part of where my production comes from it's yeah. like does does it withstand the car test Still the car test. And I had a system in my car in Florida. I was going to ask. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I got for graduation. Um, really? Yeah. Most people got boobs. <laughs> in Florida. It's true. Uh. So many girls like graduated and got boobs when they were 18 at my school. Wow. Like Joan Collins. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Sure. laughs> it was so like. So weird. Wait, but how good do they look now on uh, Ass Face? <laughs> I don't look because they all used to po- post about how much they loved Mitt Romney like a couple of oh. years ago, and I deleted them all. Ma- and I don't way, really can like you. Imagine like loving Mitt Romney. <laughs> like I'm sure he- I didn't watch the Netflix can you special. But hating Obama. Can- I can't imagine it's that. Like, like he's the most like charismatic, like wonderful person. Right. right. 
Like, could you imagine, like, actually thinking Michelle Obama's horrible? Right. <laughs> when, like, <sighs> I wish everybody on this earth was like Michelle Obama. What was it's- I watching? Um, I was watching something where Obama was being interviewed, and uh, he was asked if, if there was any equivalent moment that he had, like, when George Bush, like, went to a door and couldn't, like, open it and was, like, in front of the press, like, uh, <laughs> and then went to, like, the, the right door. And Obama had none of those. Like, it's not even like the base level of like he didn't do any scandalous stuff, right? Yeah. He didn't embarrass the country. He didn't do anything terrible. It's to the degree that he didn't even like, you know, uh, push foolishly. When he yeah. Yeah. Push I was when he watching pulled, that yeah. video the it's other crazy. day of the dude that threw the shoe at oh, Bush. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was like, damn, Bush's reflexes were so <laughs> fire on that. Like, I mean, I guess you kind of walk around on edge regardless, especially if you're going to another country and like... Whatever, but he really dodged that shoe, man. Right. Oh. <laughs> Shouts to Bush. No. <laughs> Shout out to the dude that threw that shoe. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you got a you got a system for your graduation. Uh, you did not get boobs for your graduation. No, I did not. Um, you're not friendly with these these Mitt Romney liking girls anymore. Yeah. Um, I, had to th- I mean, I have this thing about Facebook where I use it because my mother's on it. And, That's um, how you guys connect. <laughs> my mom, I would never talk to her, <laughs> um, and my family members, and like you know, business does unfortunately get done on there, whether you, you want it to or not. Do you wish them happy birthday on there? Hell no, I don't look at anything. I like. Yeah, I noticed you didn't wish me happy birthday this year. I'm sorry. Yeah. I <laughs> Jeff not, has another one coming up. Yeah, I do not. I do not look every at my year. birthdays every year. Neither do I. Actually, that's, I'm really bad at that. That's the whole point of this thing. I'm actually a real no. friend, and I remember my friends' birthdays to this uh, day. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm I'm on there for the birthdays and the pictures. I like things and to promote my well, business. Well, I have muted everyone except I have like unfollowed <laughs> everyone to. To have like a normal brain, right? And I, I do like looking at my friends' kids, and I don't feel like talking to them about it. <laughs> so I can check on my friend's four-year-old, see him play with a car, and then like, and you not know. have to go to a high school reunion. No, uh, when I got invited to my high school reunion, I'm like, it's a fucking high school reunion every day. Why would I want to go to this? <laughs> I know how fat everybody is. Right. Like, <laughs> if now, that was really if they mean, asked, but let's be if, real. If they asked you to DJ the party, would you have done it? No, <laughs> hell no. No, no way. Even if you could play some Rick Ross deep cuts for me. No. Oh, have I you? I can play that. What here. if the, What if the fragrance company that fired you asked you to play a corporate gig? The fragrance them? company can eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> what if? See, wouldn't you want to go do that gig and get on the mic and say that? Uh, don't you worry. I have a list of. <laughs> I'm a list of people. I'm almost there. I mean, I, I've I've shouted out a couple people for sure. <laughs> But like I'm waiting for the right moment. Right. Don't don't fuck with women. They'll like they'll ruin your life when they need to. Well, listen, you <laughs> fucked with Cher, so I don't know what's going ah, on. I anymore. love Cher. Oh my god, <laughs> Cher is the best. So, how do you go from making these mixes, starting your own record label, and your roommate telling you you're going to do the big <laughs> things to actually doing big things? Well. I wasn't was it hustling the secret? to have... Oh, my God. I, okay, I read The Secret, and it was great. Mm-hmm. It's not like we don't already know that stuff, but right. then I watched the movie, and? and it was like an infomercial, and I was like, this is so creepy. Because, um, you know, I had that neighbor that was like, this changed my life. You, you know how people Right, are. yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. I was like, oh. Uh, not down <laughs> but the book i mean the book is just something you just like need a reassuring also shout out to you for living two or three years here in new york and not falling into like scientology or like you know yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I met a girl that fell into a cult that I worked with, and she told me one of the reasons she fell into a cult was because she would sing songs and they would give them pet goldfish when she was young. And I was like, you? This this cute little girl. Like, she was, I was like, oh. One day she came to work and she was like, God, I got this phone call that I could like sign up for all these cruise lines, and now they keep charging my credit card. And (laughs) I was like, oh, you're the girl that fell into a cult. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, um, I did everything organically because I liked music. So, like, I didn't really think about what was the outcome of it was going to be. I started a party with Nick Catchdubs. Right. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Nick. Hi, Nick. And DJ Ayers. Um, Nick was starting Fool's Gold. Ayers was doing the rub and I was a raver. So, like, (laughs) we basically, like, figured that we were a good trio with, like, different people to reach out to. And it did really well. Um, It ran for, I feel like, like, six or seven years. And it had, like, I mean, we brought a lot of people to the U.S. for the first time. We brought um, LaRue's first show was here. Wow. We had a Flostradamus show. Todd Latte did his first show here. Um, How I, would you get in touch with these people? Well, Nick had a lot of relationships with some of them. I had some relations. Like, we all had different. It yeah. was, like, always, like, someone one of us knew. And then also, you know, AM only repped a lot of Fool's Gold people, so they would help us. And um, it was really like who we were a fan of. And it was like, like, I was like, I love Todd Latte's radio show. Like, let's do it. So we reached out to him, I think, ourselves. I don't even know if he had an agent yet or whatever. Um, So that did really well. And then that came to an end when it just needed to. And I mean, we all got really busy. Like we tried to do a reunion a couple of years later and it was like, what about this? Like our group email was like, what about this day? I have this. Like it's just like and then it would disappear and then like come back and the same thing would happen. What was the biggest like technical glitch that you ran into over the course of that time? Technical glitch. Um, well, we used to do shows at 88 Palace, which I don't think can quite handle all the electric equipment. <laughs> so the sound would go out a lot. But like. The biggest technical glitch that I've ever had was I played this festival in Germany mm-hmm. and it's st- and it was like right after all those like weather festival disasters happened. So if it rained, they had to shut down the whole thing. And it yeah, was like yeah, yeah. in the middle of like a field in Germany and I was with Upper Dandy and it started lightning and we had to turn everything off. Uh. But because it was pouring rain, like everybody had to stay under the tent. <laughs> So everyone started banging to the beat of like whatever I was playing for 30 minutes. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just kind of like, cool. And it like turned into like a really fun. I feel like technical things are really fun if it's the right crowd. Yeah, sure. I like the no music. (laughs) Yeah. Or like it turns off and everyone's like, oh, like the second it turns back on, everyone's so happy. We were, as you know, we've been um, we've been playing aux chord sets lately and we were asked to do a holiday party uh, just last month. And we go there and we're like, do you need us to bring anything? Like, we didn't know. Oh, I what... know. Yeah. And we get there and there's no, there's no, like, cord. There's no AC cord to go right into their their speakers and the PA and then into the speaker and the dummy speaker. And we were like, uh, what? And so the woman was like, oh, well, maybe we can we can play through my TV. And so um, we played through her TV, but the problem was that her TV, the, the thing would shut off after every five minutes. Like it was a timer. And so we had to have our friend Estelle, like, basically, like, reboot the shit. Like, waiting with the remote, ready to, like, hit oh it. Oh, my yeah, God. Every time. Yeah, that's part of the life, <laughs> I have to say. 
I've definitely had to like hold down on a cord that was uh, like, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. I have a timer thing on my TV that that moves to the new. The holiday party was at Jubilee's minutes. house. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get rid of it. <laughs> so you should talk to Jose. <laughs> I like. I, I'm like because it was my sister's TV. I'm like, what timer is on here? And like, I'll, I'll be like watching Law and Order, and it'll get like really deep, and then I'm watching like some crappy CBS report. Like. <laughs> Anyways, I'm glad I'm not the only one that has that problem. Every five minutes is pretty crazy, though. Yeah, it, it, it's not like actually watching TV. It, it was like, I don't know what the, was, it was. The speakers were the TV speakers, and for whatever reason, there, there was a timer. Yeah. yeah. It so sucked. you played off the TV speakers Correct. at a party. Yeah. yeah. yeah for until, until the dude uh, came with the cord about an hour late. Yeah. We were that's like, the All problem right. with, like, that's, that's why I can't, like, do those parties anymore because. They're too fun. Well, they're really fun, but, like. When you don't even know how to use an aux cord like mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like people are like, oh, just come DJ. It'll be fine. And then you get there and they're like, I have nothing. <laughs> and you're like, um, I don't know how to play with nothing. Well, meanwhile, by the way, I've seen you just bring a USB. Yeah. I, I use CDJs. So. And that's like yeah. mind blowing to me. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, that is a pretty crazy invention that happened. Yeah. And. It kind of keeps me in check because I have to have everything really organized. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I'm not staring at a computer and I can, like, really get into it. But it's funny that, like, you, you went from, like, carrying your whole life to, like, carrying this one stupid USB. It also really sucks when you leave it somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the furthest you've had to travel to get it back? Um, I've been really good about it or I've left a party and texted the next DJ or like someone that's there like, yo, will you grab that? Because I have a lot of exclusive stuff and a lot of like, yeah. like my album was on mine that wasn't out yet. Yeah. And I'm like, people are jerks. That's how shit leaks. Yeah. Get spread around. But um, I actually like have been really good about it because it's like the first thing that goes through my head. Like, do not forget your USB unless I'm really drunk. Or have something. you ever lost your computer? No. Oh, good. Yeah, Knock on wood. <laughs> that's another great thing about the USB is like you can go out after you're set at South by Southwest and right. get trashed. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like you remember when like uh, obviously like Kanye's had his his yeah. computer stolen, but like remember Ryan Leslie got his stolen in like Europe and in Germany, I think. Yeah, and he was like, I'll, I'll pay whatever right. amount yeah, of money, million dollars, and it was like. You know, everyone like shit on him because it's Ryan Leslie and like, you know, it, it was. That's your whole life. But it, yeah. it, but really, that's his whole yeah. life. Yeah. And the like, problem that people people really shit on him because he didn't pay him back. <laughs> that's why it was. <laughs> he did, it. They, did he get it back? He got it back and then he was like, I'll pay you a million dollars. He never paid him. Uh, all right. Oh well, God. yeah. Fuck that then. Shout okay, out yeah. to Ryan Leslie. <laughs> Whatever. He got his computer and his million dollars. So <laughs> I, think... I don't know if he has. A, does he have a million dollars? I don't know. Wait, do you take uh, any requests or no? You know, I don't like I don't really play things like that. But I when I play like a party set, I don't mind requests if the person's not an asshole. Mm -hmm. Like some people don't know how it works. Like some people (laughs) like don't and they're innocent and it's fine. Mm -hmm. But like when they're a dick about it, like I will make you feel so stupid. (laughs) I will like turn the music down and be like, excuse me, (laughs) because like I've gotten to a point where I can do that. But like, um, yeah, sometimes like people want me to play a song that I was I'm going to play and. And, like, I want people to have a good time. So, yeah, if it's, like... But it's just in the way that they ask. Right. So, if I you know? say, yo, play some Rammstein, <laughs> you're uh, not going to play Duhas for me? Just be like, what? My, fa- <laughs> my favorite thing is to be like, 
Like, I don't even know what that is, <laughs> but it's like Kanye or something. Also, like, if you think I'm not going to play Future or like Kanye or something like that at a party, like, you shouldn't even be out. Right. Right. Like, I was I was playing at the Vice party and it was awesome and so much fun. And of course, that one dude in that one outfit was just like, yo, you got to play Future. And I'm like, <laughs> dog, it's 730, number one. And like number two get out of my face <laughs> and if you don't think i'm gonna play future that's insulting <laughs> so like that's when i'm just like you're gonna now have to wait for future for right. like an hour right yeah <laughs> right i will purposely not play future because you asked <laughs> so um what what was your vice experience on the whole what vice mm-hmm. um the party or just in general no in general uh it was vice i mean i was only there for a little while i launched mm-hmm. thump it was an accident mm-hmm. Um, I was, I just wound up launching it <laughs> and they asked me to, and I, I was like, I don't want anybody else launching a dance music right. site. Um, you know, I, I helped them do that for three months mm-hmm. and like, that was it. And then I like wrote here and there for them, but I'm not really a writer. I'm just kind of a raver mm-hmm. and I, I do know about music right. because <laughs> it's my job. Right. But, um, yeah, it's cool. The office is funny. Like. You'll be sitting there and then like someone will walk in like carrying grumpy cat <laughs> and you're just like, how am I going to get anything done if the, if this famous cat is next to me or like all of a sudden like members of the Wu-Tang are like sitting at the table with the interns. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, there's like always just some weird shit going on. Well, how'd you get any work done at Henry Bendel? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I don't really... I care about Grumpy Cat. I do not give a fuck about any celebrity. <laughs> Except for Cher. Cher. Please yeah. share. Yeah, I mean, the there's certain time, celebrities Cher. that are... Unblock Jubilee. Yeah. That's right. Cher was at the protests in the crowd after the, the election. Yeah. And I think that's pretty rad. Yeah. Like, she was just like... Have you tried everybody. to tell her that? That she's the greatest of all time in terms I of... I did try to tell her. <laughs> she faved it. <laughs> Um, the one thing about Shara's Twitter is she only answers people that are mean to her. <laughs> she never answers people that compliment her. She always just claps back. Or maybe she just thinks that all the uh, mean things are compliments. Or all the compliments are mean know. things. She's yeah. so great. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like Joe Budden in that way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Joe Budden. <laughs> wow. And how did you how did you come to uh, naming yourself Jubilee? Well, I really like the X-Men. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because I was into it and like I I was a raver so I was like dressing like her (laughs) and like reading about her so it was my screen name on everything like every message board on like instant messenger iChat whatever so it just kind of like Mm -hmm. I didn't exactly name myself Jubilee (laughs) like it just kind of like became that right so. so, I mean, like, all you have to do is just join up with Jean Grey mm-hmm. and yeah. then, like, yeah. find everybody I know. else. Yeah. There's a bunch of us. There's Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've put this lineup together <laughs> in my head before. Um, there is no DJ Spider-Man, unfortunately. But there's Clark Kent. Yeah. There's, um, who else? There's DJ Marvel. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Oh, I, I was going to say that um, Professor X was, uh, right, but it's not. That's no, it's, um, uh. Uh, what was Public Enemies guy? Um, it's like Terminator. Terminator. Terminator X. X, yeah. X, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about Which that. Which is dude. close, but he's sorry, can't be in your. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a whole whole lineup I figured out. How then do you get um, in with Mixpack, and how do you get to London for um, <laughs> one of the I'm sure crazier experiences of your career? Yeah. 
Um, just so you guys know, Mixed Pack is about seven years old. Mm-hmm. So we're not new. Right. Um, I was DJing and doing these things, and so was Dre Skull, and we became pretty close friends um, and kept in contact a lot via the internet, and every once in a while, Dre would leave the house. <laughs> He's like a studio, like, he, like, lives in the studio, that man. Um, and we actually wound up being roommates down the road. So me, him, and this girl, DJ Star Eyes, mm-hmm. who founded Trouble and Bass, um, all lived together with these two other artists, girl, like visual artist girls. There were five of you. There were five of us in a huge loft. At oh, Greenpoint. okay, okay, gotcha. It was like it was like a converted factory. So hip. <laughs> yeah, it, it was actually like pretty weird. Um, and it we had we each had like three rooms each. It Whoa. was really big. So were you guys squatting? <laughs> no, we weren't squatting, but we did get evicted. Oh, good. oh okay, yeah. great. But how, but how did you get evicted? Um, I think that like the the fire department was on to us <laughs> and well, one of the girls had been living there for 12 years Whoa. and um, basically the landlord was kind of shitty <laughs> and, like usual and we didn't have the apartment up to code which was his job so there were like exit signs that needed to be put up and the fire extinguisher needed to be updated and like at one point, the fire, they would just bust in our house. We'd be, like, sleeping in our underwear. And Jesus. Like, eight firemen, like, in our room. Jesus. Were you on yeah. acid? I know, yeah. No, I was sober. Just like, fuck, well, I'm naked. Like, And, like, at one point, they were like, look, we're not even trying to kick you out. Like, you just have to bring this building up to code. Right. And um, I think that the landlord was going to do it, and then he was just kind of lazy, and he was like, you guys need to get out. Um, but we, I lived there for two years. Dre probably li- Dre lived there for maybe like five or six. And one of the girls lived there like forever. And we were just, we had no noise limits. So we all had a studio and Dre made the, almost the entire vibes cartel between there and Jamaica. So the album he made. So he was to your landlord. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to Shlomo. (laughs) Karen's dad. Karen's father. Yeah. 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 Right. So yeah, like we were all kind of like, working on stuff and living in this really funny way where we would like instant message each other like Yo, can you come in here and listen to this <laughs> all three of us and mix pack was starting then and i was on a different label and then when it came i moved we lived together for a couple of years mix pack had started it was probably like two years old and then i had finished like my first solo record by myself in miami and not knowing what to do with it, I sent it to him because we always used to call him the guru because he's just so good at he's just a really great A&R, mm-hmm. as you could see. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he and he has like just he always knows who's, you know, worth spending time on, like with dance music, with popcorn, with with everybody pretty much. So I sent him the EP and I was just like, I don't really know where to send this. And it was just kind of one of those things. He's like, you know, we talk about music all the time. We worked. We had thrown a couple parties together. We lived together. Like, like I want to sign this EP to mix back. So that's all my EPs. I have three dan- EPs of like dance tracks over the years are assigned to mix pack. And then we started a mix pack party. And then Suze from the large from London moved here to run the label. And now we're here. And then Dre at the time was finishing the Vibes Cartel album, Kingston Story. 
through Vibes, he met Popcom mm-hmm. and really, and it was after Clark's mm-hmm. came out. And I think he just like saw a lot in Popcom and then they started working together and here we are. And London. Um, well, you know, they do that sound clash every year and there, there's always, it's always like four styles of music. Right. So the year before it was Rodigan. Mm-hmm. I think the year before that it was Major Lazer. Mm-hmm. So they asked us to do it, and it was like, cool, no one knows who we are. <laughs> like, like no one knows who Mixed Pack is. Like, this is against Wiley, UKG, which is massive there, and Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. <laughs> who is now our, our best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it like to even, like, prepare for that? It was so, like, okay, basically, if you're listening, we it's based on dub plates, which a dub plate is basically, like, the remix uh, a song so like let's say it's like we had one from lean on from major laser and instead of the normal words it's like <laughs> mix packs coming for you or whatever and like the actual singer has to sing it and they have to redo the song <laughs> so basically you spend however much time like reaching out to artists like hey can you change your song and make it about me <laughs> and they're like they're either like what or they know what a dub plate is and they get it yeah and it's like a it's it's a jamaican culture right yeah but like, not everybody knows that, and not everybody's expected to know that. You know, I know that, you know that. Right. Like, yeah. So it was a lot of like reaching out to, um, and and you know, you want it to be hits because it wants to be familiar, and then same mix back, and it's like, oh yeah, shit, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I mean, that was basically like what the huge preparation was, and then when it came to DJing the actual show, like you're timed. And if you go over, you're disqualified. Hmm. So not only like, are you stressed out and trying to beat these people, but you're also have a clock in your face saying like, you have two minutes, Hmm. like do whatever. And you never know what's going to happen. And one of the rules is if someone plays a song, you can't play it (laughs) afterwards. So if someone plays your big hit, yep. you can't play it unless you have a dub plate of it. Oh, my God. If they do do it, then like you can call it out Yeah. or whatever. And about how many people are in the audience? Thousands. Yeah. 20,000? Mm-hmm. And it's also being streamed like everywhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't like <laughs> I've watched it every year, but I never I did not realize how big it was until I actually did it. Well, but they they didn't do like legal streaming. I don't think until recently, right? They did. I think um, they did last year. They did this year. They streamed the sound, but they right. only streamed it in London. But everybody found a VPN and watched yeah. it. Even <laughs> my, my parent. I had like <laughs> my sister was like telling my parents like how to download a VPN. When do you start reaching out to, or did Popcon reach out to Drake? Or I have no idea, but I can tell you that we got that dub plate in the car <laughs> on the way to the arena. Wow. What? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Like, literally, like, like uh, tethering the phone. Yeah. So yeah. what was your plan before that came in? <laughs> Can I say what my plan was? <laughs> Our plan was to get a very famous singer to live sing a very famous reggae song with, but like a live dub plate. Adele? No, I can't. I, I don't really want to say who, but it, it's fine. it doesn't matter. Yeah. And... Turned out that famous singer had already done a dub plate for another thing. for another thing, gotcha. and it was kind of like this bad news we had gotten. But then the Drake thing worked out. Yeah, so. <laughs> holy shit! So that was like a real like roller coaster of a. Oh, there was lots of roller coastering in the back. I mean, this is the thing. Like, you 
everything needs to be a surprise. Yeah. Or they can, you know, like you need to surprise the audience. So like there's one year that you watch it where Skepta was like, I saw Usher back there and they just played Climax. And it was like <laughs> and Diplo was going to bring out Usher to play Climax. And then like, oh, my God, they kind of like fucked it up, you right. know? So we had big we brought out Big Nasty. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> at one point they were like, oh, we'll just put a mask on him. Because the backstage was like everybody like we had our own dressing rooms. But like <laughs> you definitely saw a bunch of people backstage. And it was like you kind of wanted to like get the surprise guests like in the dressing room. Yeah. Like as quickly as you can without anybody seeing because and like I took a cab with Cranium from the airport mm-hmm. and like even with him because he was like kind of friends with everybody with Khalifa like yeah. Wiley everybody like I was like can I even tell Cranium anything <laughs> even though we're bringing him out but like what if he accidentally yeah, tell somebody tells someone else. something so we had to like sneak Big Narcy in who's huge like it doesn't matter if he's wearing a bag on his head like you can tell it's Big Narcy he's famous and he's a very big man right so there was like all this stressful stuff like that and like don't tell anybody anything like our meetings were really quiet we were afraid one of the studio people were a mole right (laughs) (laughs) like like it was really like that it was like what if the engineer like tells other people he's engineering like you know because we did use the studio for a few days before for to record some dub plates yeah so Oh, I wish you were still living in that place, you know. Yeah, the, I know. With Shlomo the landlord. <laughs> Shlomo. Where, so no one would be aware yeah, of what's going on. Yeah, so like it, it was really stressful. Plus, like me me and Dre were the DJs that had to handle the whole thing. And all these other artists basically had to um, just show up and do a song. Right. So we're on edge. They're all smoking blunts in the back and like partying. And we're right. like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> Um, and then like we, Jay Huss had gotten out of jail like the day before. Yeah. So like we were like trying to get him. Oh my God. We didn't know, you know how these people are like rappers and like, yeah, yeah. we didn't know if certain people were going to show up. So that's like one minute. If someone doesn't show up, that's like a full minute that we have to like improvise. Oh yeah. Some sort of dub plate that we don't know we're going to have to do. Yeah. And the clock is ticking down. And the clock is literally digital gigantic <laughs> in front of our face and everyone and their mom is watching. And us. for yeah. that you brought your computer. This was not like just bring a USB, right? No, I yeah. didn't bring my computer. Oh, you didn't? Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> I think Dre played on Serato. Okay, gotcha. But I didn't. I just didn't, I don't even have Serato on my computer anymore. Because? Sorry, Serato, I love you. Uh, I just don't. They updated it and oh. <laughs> I just stopped using it. Um, yeah, so it was super stressful. Yeah. Was there any move by any other team that you were like, oh, shit, like, that's really good? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Wiley started so hard. And, like, you have to understand that, like, Wiley is, like, one of my idols. Mm. Like, I, like, I wouldn't be doing half of this if it wasn't for Wiley. So, like, going against somebody that you love so much and like a, a culture that you love so much. Also, you're like, I don't want to tell these people to fuck off. Like what's Cleef is easy, you know? Like like I'm not I don't want to tell UKG dudes whose records I bought for years, like that they're shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um so when they came out and seeing like thousands of like seventeen year old raging to grime, mm. like in another country, the O2 arena, like go roaring for yeah. grime. I was just like, <laughs> me and Dre were just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, this is not going to be easy. Um, I, but it was also like, I'm getting like chills just thinking about it because yeah. like, it was like the music scene is so alive, you know? Yeah. 
So it was like also so exciting at the same time to see that. And all my favorite grime MCs like together, like just like bringing it against us. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so that was definitely a moment was the very big, be- like the first round was just like we had all this preparation. We're like, yeah, we got this. And then they and come then- out. And we're like, oh, <laughs> OK. <laughs> um, there was another point where was Khalifa's team played a major laser dub plate that yeah. we had had. But then we realized it was fake. So <laughs> then we called them out on it and we were like, this is how you do it and play the real one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, there were definitely like a few moments for sure. When they had Amber Rose do her thing, we didn't. I didn't see that. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw it afterwards. There was it, we were on the stage and that was above us. And like <laughs> when when it wasn't our turn, it was really hard to tell what was going on mm. unless they came up to our stage, right? Which happened a lot. I missed the Amber Rose thing and I missed the UKG video about the grime people. You know, Amber Rose literally fucked Wiz Khalifa. I mean, she did. And like, I love Amber Rose so much. So I was so excited that she told us to suck her dick. (laughs) I have this text from my mom. I wish I could find it. That was like, I didn't really understand anything except for hairy balls and suck my dick. Like, what is going on? (laughs) It was like the best text. Um, Yeah, so I didn't, we didn't see a lot of that but what we did see was was khalifa literally looking us in the eye and flipping us off and stuff <laughs> like, like that like okay and it was right. like oh my god i totally told him to fuck off and he heard me and saw me like <laughs> this is so cool <laughs> um how do you display like when you're nervous uh i was smiling like people were tweeting like jubilee has a smile on her face all the time I'm like yeah because i'm dying right now <laughs> it was really like right when we first started we were ready like just ready to go on and i like dre was like i'll hug you in a minute <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the aftermath like um i there was a video of annie mac interviewing me right afterwards and i'm For like bbc yeah yeah like i'm like in a daze <laughs> like i look completely like i could barely talk i just like couldn't believe that we won yeah like it was just like such a crazy announcement to me um, well, what's so crazy to me is that all these people, all these commenters will be like, well, obviously the dance hall reggae Jamaican <laughs> team wins um, because, you know, well, it, it's their thing. Well, but you know who else said that? Yeah. Sitting right in that seat right there, Ty Dolla Sign said that same thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like Grime won, like, think two years in a row, maybe. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. Maybe right. <laughs> like boy better know one mm-hmm. and then the second year they didn't win like that's that's not necessarily true right but we won because we did our job correct if everybody else would not what i heard i heard it's because you were destined <laughs> to win because you're a reggae label yeah i mean because we know what a dub plate is right. yes. <laughs> and how long did you stay in london before you came back home uh i was everybody else went right home i was there a couple of days just like kind of yeah uh, I, I don't know how you get on a plane right after that i <laughs> i had to play the after party oh you did with david rodigan who's oh. like a yeah. hero yeah, yeah. And, I, and 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 Khalifa's dj <laughs> <laughs> who is a very nice guy oh, dj bonix yes, bonix yeah very cool great, guy yeah. Dude, um yeah. super yeah. cool Shots to talk to right after that too. do not fuck dj bonix <laughs> or, no. unless you yeah unless right. you want to um, i mean unless yeah, yeah you're in, into dj bonix yeah. but yeah no he was very cool we dj'd together um but i like all i wanted to do was like sit in the green room alone and like it was cool like David Rodigan gave us like a really good pep talk about like how he killed it and mm-hmm. that to me is like everything like everything yeah and um I couldn't even watch him DJ like I was just so overwhelmed that like I literally sat in the green room like we have these two friends that DJ um 
in London, they call themselves hipsters don't dance and they <laughs> make all these like mashups of reggae and like or blends, yeah. shall we say, <laughs> of reggae and like like they're they're the one of the most fun DJ duos in London and they they like were like my saving grace and That's like awesome. they like sat back there and we just kind of like drank beer and like breathed <laughs> <laughs> and then i i dj'd but i was i was kind of on autopilot like it was really fun but i definitely was like i just wanted to go home and never talk to anybody ever again yeah. <laughs> have you played the dub plate since then i have not played any of the dub plates um dre plays them sometimes mm-hmm. some of them are really specific and some of them i can hold on to and mm-hmm. play mm-hmm Nobody will give me the Drake dub plate. I'm not allowed to have it. Because <laughs> you leave your shit in random. like I do not. <laughs> Shout out to Jillionaire. I still have your USB. <laughs> I'm now going to be a Jillionaire cover band. <laughs> you, have a, you have a radio show as well. Yeah. Um, I have a show with Mix Pack on RBMA radio. I also have my own podcast um, on Thump on Vice's channels called The Pregame because my album's called After Hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, so the deal with your, your show is that, like, uh, artists will come on, they'll say, like, what their influences are? Yeah, we usually have, like, a mix pack family artists come on, and um, we've had a lot of cool dancehall acts, um, and then, like, a lot of DJs, and kind of all over the map, really. We've had Tiffa... Uh, assassin cranium everybody's been lovely really to be honest what's like the weirdest influence that people like seem to have <laughs> jamaicans love celine dion so much like <laughs> one more time jamaicans love they celine love dion. celine dion <laughs> she's like, the greatest of all time she is the greatest <laughs> of all time and um i can't explain it but it's a thing and it's been written about uh they also love air supply sure Be- <laughs> yeah so they just they love like really really soft uh like ballad yeah like you'll literally like you'll she- be at a club and like it'll be like brook 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 and then all of a sudden just like celine dion ballad <laughs> like the whole dance floor and everybody's like boom <laughs> like banging on shit and you're like if you don't know that about Jamaica, you're like, what on earth is happening well, right I'm now? I'm very confused. How close did you come to playing uh, Celine Dion? Oh, we would we, we were segment. like making jokes about it the whole time. Like, how do we get a Celine Dion to play? <laughs> like, they, they, it's a thing. It's it's been like, I can't remember, but if you look it up, it's like why do there's an article. It's like why do Jamaicans love Celine Dion wow. so much? And it's is that like why do about. Mexicans love Morrissey so much? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Mexicans love Morrissey. Did you play any Morrissey when you were down in Mexico City? No, I lived on the Lower East Side for a while. I don't ever want to hear Morrissey ever again. Whatever, you can like unfollow me on everything. We had a, we had a, I don't care. We had a we had a manager uh, back, I don't know, like seven eight years ago or whatever. Who uh, didn't she have for her birthday party? Uh, it was a Morrissey karaoke. Yeah, I mean, thing. just it's always about. Morrissey karaoke everywhere, all the time, it at every like bar. You're hanging out. What? Have you gone to Max Fish in your whole life? This sounds like <laughs> the saddest, like you know, collection of of just and songs. Yeah, but to needless to say, like we didn't do karaoke. Obviously, we didn't know any of the songs. No, we sat we sat there with Joe Mandy and we yeah. just commiserated over like basketball. Where did you grow up? Because I had never heard of Morrissey or the Smiths in my life in Miami. Yeah, <laughs> no, it just it wasn't it wasn't any part of our lives. We grew yeah. up like thirty minutes north of here. So yeah, so when I got here and everybody was so all these skateboarders were right. like so into Morrissey and like. I was just like, where did this even come from? Like, yeah, I'd, I obviously knew Smith songs just right. because 
life and you do you don't mean to you just hear them but right. like <laughs> like i couldn't believe how much of a thing that was when i moved here and right. i was like i don't know one person that listens <laughs> to this in florida so. actually do you wear black in florida i mean i wear black well because you're a new yorker but i mean you don't wear much in florida you can't <laughs> mm-hmm. like i actually had to have a couple of um talking twos at my jobs the, <laughs> the least amount of clothes that i was wearing and i didn't mean it i just like no <laughs> no but i i had this theory at bennigan's that when i wore shorts i made more money <laughs> And I like told everybody at work that and they were like so annoyed. <laughs> like all the men were so annoyed. I was like, what? I just noticed it. <laughs> uh, what was it like putting out After Hours? It was awesome. I worked on it for a really long time. And like you never like you see people's albums get bashed and they put their heart and soul into it. And like people don't realize that when they review it. And and now I know what that's like, but I've gotten good reviews. Well, yeah. So what what's what's the difference for you between like putting it out and get getting that, you know, all that creativity out into the public and having people hear it, and that's a win. Yeah. But it's a separate win to be recognized. Yeah. At all these end of the year, uh, you know, roundups and everything. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to me, just because I don't know. I just that's something I read and go by myself. Like I read them and I'm like, Oh, if they like this album, I'm going to check it out. So the fact that I'm up there with like Aphex twin on these lists and like people that, and moody man and Mm -hmm. like people that to me are like legends. is pretty crazy. Like I didn't, to me, it's still like my fun haha project. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, even though I take it very, very seriously. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm stoked. Like I'm stoked that like, people I admire are following me and listening to my music and I'm stoked that people that aren't even into music are listening to it like on ass face (laughs) my my best friend that I grew up with who like works for Congress um she put on Facebook like vote for my best friend that I grew up with like on this billboard thing and some guy answered on her like one of her friends a surgeon that plays it in the operating room that's awesome (laughs) and to me that's like okay that is cool yeah you know so you are helping save lives i know i hope so (laughs) maybe Maybe. i'm killing people i don't know (laughs) or maybe he's just giving people boob jobs like whatever whatever. i'm okay with either one (laughs) as long as they're healthy at the end it's a nice graduation present okay (laughs) not not everybody could get a sister all of a sudden all these eight-year-old girls just love me it's so weird Thanks, Julie. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real. We are over 100 episodes. Man. Jeff, if people want to find all these episodes, where are they cataloged? You can always go to SoundCloud.com slash A Waste of Time. You can also listen to all of our music at SoundCloud.com slash It's The Real. We are on iTunes. Search for A Waste of Time with It's The Real. You can also find us on Twitter at It's The Real, Instagram at It's The Real, Facebook at It's The Real, on Snapchat. Do not follow It's The Real. We are It's It's The Real and It's The Real Eric. Fuck It's The Real on Snapchat, but not anywhere else. That's right. I just want to say a quick shout out to our friend down in Albuquerque, Michael Sanchez. Michael Sanchez. Michael Sanchez took the initiative and started the It's The Real Wikipedia page 
which by the way you guys have jumped in and helped build this this page we appreciate everyone who has submitted facts and maybe alternative facts or whatever close to facts about us on our wikipedia page if you have the ability to edit go there and help us out and also thanks to everybody who has jumped in the itunes reviews and comments to leave nice things about us we appreciate that it goes a long way and speaking of going a long way we like to spread the word about this podcast and it starts right here with us and goes and goes and goes jeff what friend would you like to tell to tell their friends about this podcast uh, I want to tell Otis Thelonious on SoundCloud. He's a regular commenter, and uh, shouts to him. He's from Baltimore. Shouts to Baltimore. Shouts to Tate Cobang. Shouts to Kevin Lyles. Everybody from Baltimore. That's right. Shouts to Baltimore. Shouts, shouts to Cal Ripkin. Shouts, shouts to, to Billy Ripkin. Shouts to... Shouts to the whole DMV. How about yeah. that? I would like to shout out, Jeff, our good friend, Ian Rex Arrow Wolfson. Wow. He He's has director behind all of Mac Miller's views and also most of ours. We have a few videos under our belt with him. Dave Matthews Bands, Girls with the Dirty Souths, Shoes for Jesus Peace, and we have a new one called Waco, which we just shot, and we're really excited about it. Hopefully you guys are too. Waco, the next single off our upcoming album called Teddy Bear Fresh. Video coming very soon. All right. The February surprise continues. Go get your tickets for your girls' tour. It's the real.com. Jeff, see you tomorrow.